0: It's been quite the week. Um, It's been quite the past few weeks, actually. It it seems as if about once a month these days I am interrupting the lectionary that we've been going through and opening up a sermon with words like this. It's been quite the week, Uh, culturally, right, politically, racially, uh, uncertainty rearing its ugly head but also personally, right, for for, for many of us. I've I've, I've talked with many of you, even even, even this morning, I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm exhausted. These are words that I hear. These are words that I I feel. Uh, Even even in our own family, you know, dealing with sickness, having to to cancel an in-person church service last week because my family is sick, and and, 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 and broadcasting from my man room, or whatever room you want to call it, in the back back of my garage. Dealing with broken bones this week. This is just my family, right? Dealing with broken bones. Um, balancing homeschool and remote school. And I'm not even sure I even know what school is any, anymore these days. Uh, dealing with loved ones, going through hell and back, both physically and, and with mental health concerns. Pastoring a church during a pandemic is becoming quite uh, the nightmare, <laughs> It's, it's actually it's starting to get to me. I, I could do three months and four months and maybe five months, but six months and seven months. Uh, t- to be honest with you all here and those on Facebook, I'm really getting sick of this pandemic. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you can feel me on, on that one. I'm tired. I, I had that in there before I even talked to you this morning, Dawn. I'm tired. I'm tired of, of all of this. I'm really sick of this Of this pandemic. Not not that I can do anything about it and and and, and neither can you. I'm not throwing shade in any sort of political partisan way. And and I'm not even swallowing a bitter pill with my morning coffee, but I'm just tired. Just tired, and collectively I think we're tired. We're tired mentally and emotionally and physically. I went to the beach on Wednesday. It's really nice to have the beach um, back from all of our Massachusetts... Fr- oh, never mind. I forgot that we have... No, I'm just kidding. It's really nice to have parking back at the beach, let's say that, where we don't have to sign up ahead of time to go to the beach. It's, it's bad enough we just sign up to come to, to worship. It's, we get our beach back now, now that it's fall. But I went to the beach on Wednesday, trying to gain just a semblance of perspective through meditation and contemplative prayer. And with the waves crashing, with my bare feet in the sand, my headphones were quietly playing that Holy Ghost music that we talk about, and there was a calming voice leading my soul through a practice of seeing the divine in everything, the divine in the air that we breathe. But honestly, it was a frustrating practice. At the end of it, my my posture towards life was just completely unchanged. And so ripping my headphones out, I headed back the mile or so down the ocean landscape to where my car was parked. I I don't know. Maybe it was the music. Maybe it was the guy's voice who was leading the meditation. It was a little bit, like, nasally. Maybe I just wanted to be frustrated. Maybe I didn't want my posture towards life. Unchanged, have you ever been there before? Uh, Trying everything you can do to reframe yourself, everything you can do just to push through, yet all the while realizing you don't really want to, and you don't even have the energy to actually do it. You're tired. You're on the brink of exhaustion and tears. Your, Your inner knuckles on the inside are bloody from fighting those demons within. You want to throw in the towel, but you know you just can't. Be still and know. Something that started to ruminate through my mind as I was walking on the beach. These often heard groupings of words unexpectedly were felt within my soul. It wasn't an audible voice. I didn't have my headphones in. No one was speaking these words to me. I didn't hear the voice of God, you know, thundering down from from the blue skies. But it was more of a sudden thought. Be Still and no. It was a notion that I just couldn't shake, replaying over and over and over again in my head like a broken record, repeating itself in the silence of the moment. Be still and no. As the sun was shining, the waves were crashing, and the smattering of other beachgoers were enjoying the absolute beautiful day. Be still and know, be still and know, be still and know, just drilling into my skull. All right, God, I get it, I get it, I get these are words from Psalm 46, very familiar with them. You're my fortress, you're my rock, this is the song that Luther wrote a mighty fortress based on. I've read this psalm many, many times over the years, whether here in worship or in a Bible study. It's my go to when when I'm at home with families and they're struggling during a home visit. My go to in hospitals and in hospice centers. My go to at loved ones' bedsides before they're taking their last breath. There's a reason why I know these words so well be still and know. Maybe I should put my headphones back in because this is kind of getting annoying here. Uh, honestly, I, I hate long stretches of, of silence, which is really funny because I talk a big game about meditation and contemplative practices. <laughs> because I constantly surround my own self with music and other noise. Just ask Anna, ask Mark Sinclair constantly keeping silence at bay until my head hits the pillow. And then even then, even then, I'm always finding something on the television to listen to as I fall asleep. As a matter of fact, I'm listening to music as I'm typing these words. And and pre-COVID, I'd be sitting in a loud coffee shop as I write my sermon. Be still and know. Just kind of digging into my skull. Okay, Chris, you got this. You can fight the urge to break the silence. You can get through it. I know I'm better than this. I can do it. And as annoying as these words are starting to become, it's an earworm like when you can't get a song out of your head, maybe there's a reason why I can't avoid this declaration from the psalmist. All right, if it's not going to let go, then I guess let's break this down. Let's break this apart. Let's exegete this. Maybe it's a pastor thing. Maybe it's a pastor thing to have to try to figure everything out and like break everything down into little bits and, and pieces. But honestly, this was my thought process walking down the beach. If I can't shake these words, if I can't get this phrase be still and know out of my head, I might as well ponder them. Alright, let's start at the beginning. B, be. B. Be. Two simple letters. B, B, E. Existing. Breathing. Blood pumping present here, a small drop of sweat starting to fall, my muscles are contracting, the wind is blowing against my skin as I walk, but I really do have to pee, and I'm getting kind of tired. Where did I park my car, having a hard time, just being, okay, let's get back to the moment here, be, the word be, just be right here, right now, just be, just live right now in this body. Be still, quiet, no music, no talking, no distractions. Silence. Should I sit down? Or should I at least stop walking? I mean, I really don't want to. I still have to go to the bathroom. I'm having a hard time being right now. Suddenly a wave crashes and spills onto the sand where I am, unexpectedly up my calf, just soaking the bottom of my pants all the way up to almost my knees. All right, Chris, breathe deep. Soak it in, wet pants and all, just be still. Be still and know. What's the rest of that verse? Be still and know that I am God. No, like just in my head, like should I just know that you're, No, well, yeah, intellectually, but there's got to be more than that. Like to know God like two lovers know each other intimately. Joining the intellectual with the physical and the spiritual and the emotional. Know me, God says. Know who I am, Yahweh. I am who I am. I am existing. I am here. I'm with you in this moment, even on this beach. Know that I am Elohim, your God. All right, we broke this down a little bit. Be existing still, quiet, and calm in the moment? And know, know with all of your being, all of these ways, intellectually, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, know that I am God, and you don't have to be. Because let's face it, these are words I heard God speaking into my soul. I mean, Chris, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me, if you know so much, who determined its dimensions? Who stretched out the surveying line? What supports its foundations? And who laid the earth's cornerstone as the morning stars sang together, and all the angels shouted for joy? Who kept the sea inside its boundaries as it burst from the womb, as I clothed it with the clouds and wrapped it in thick darkness? For I locked it behind barred gates said the Lord, limiting its shores. I said, this far and no further will you come. Here, you proud waves, you must stop. Have you ever commanded the morning to appear? Have you ever caused the dawn to rise in the east? Have you ever made daylight spread to the ends of the earth to bring an end to the night? Have you explored the springs from which the seas come? Have you explored their depths? Do you realize the full extent of the earth? Tell me about it if you're so smart and you think you know. Where does light come from? Can you tell me, Chris, where does darkness go? Can you take each to its home? Do you know how to get there? Where is the path to the source of light? Where is the home of the east wind? Tell me, who created a channel for the torrents of rain? Who laid out the path for the lightning? Who makes the rain fall on barren land in a desert where no one lives? Who sends rain to satisfy the parched ground and make the tender grass spring up? Does the rain have a father? Who gives birth to the dew? Who is the mother of the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens? For the water turns to ice as hard as rock and the surface of the water freezes. So tell me, is it possible for you to direct the movement of the stars? Is it possible for you to direct the constellations through the seasons? Just be still and know that I am God. Be at peace and truly know that you don't have to be God. You don't have to be in control of everything. It's okay to simply let go and be in the moment, to be still and to know. My friends, pandemics and plagues, afflictions and pestilence will come and go. Sickness and disease and cancer and broken bones and hospital visits, sore throats and bloody noses and hurt knees will all come and go. But be still, be still and know that I am God. Financial issues will come and they'll go. Money issues, money problems, missed mortgage payments, overdue medical bills, unpaid school loans, parking tickets, outstanding bills, court cases, and tight budgets will come and go, be still, and know that I am God. Nations will rise. Nations will fall. Economies will collapse and rebuild. Politicians are born and then they'll die. Laws are written and rewritten. Laws are unwritten. President, Supreme Court justices, Senate seats, kings, queens, princes and castles and empires, they all come and they all go. So be still and know that I am God. Cultural cultural division will ebb and flow. Civil unrest, violence, war, greed, drone strikes, boots on the ground, bloody revolts, protests, statues and plaques and monuments, scandals and inquisitions, court cases, slogans, campaigns, and hashtags, and causes will all come and go. So be still and know that I am God. These were my thoughts as I dodged waves and wind and walked through the sand this past week. As a side note, I went back to the beach on Friday. Um, I uh, took my, my little boy Aaron, little five-year-old Aaron to the beach on, on Friday. Again, it's great to have parking back at the beach. And it was a totally different experience. It was a experience just full of being present in the moment, digging in the sand, looking for shells, and enjoying the waves. And all this to say, it's not that we should stop striving for a better world. You know that. You know my heart. You know where I'm coming from. It's not saying that these things and this whole list of things that stress us out don't matter. It's not that we're not to be involved. It's not that we're not to be concerned. And we're not to, of course, we're to love like hell with each and every breath that we take on this earth. I mean, to claim that would be antithetical to what we preach. To claim that none of this matter because we know that God is God and that he's divine would just be contradictory to the message of Jesus Christ and to our calling as little Christians, as little Christ, as little anointed ones spreading his love throughout the earth. But rather it helped me to simply gain a bit of perspective. To look at my place in this great big cosmic reality. That God is God. God. And if God is God, then I don't have to be. I don't have to pretend to be. I don't even have to try to be God. So perhaps, even if but a moment this morning, we can simply just be here, be present, and be still, knowing that God is God. What I want to do this morning is I'm going to invite Andrew to play a song just a couple verses of a song that we know very well. I'd like to invite you just to put your feet on the ground, close your eyes, notice your breath, and just meditate on the words of this song as he sings them.
1: Still my soul, the Lord is on your side, bear patience.
0: Holy Father, Son Jesus, and Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit. Our prayer this morning is simple. Just allow us to be still and know that you are God. We pray all these things in your name who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.